What's good, y'all? Welcome to the new Natural Nonsense Podcast. My name is Kyler Nathan. I'm Andre 1K. What it do? We here. We are here. We are live on Zoom. And we're happy to be here. This is something that Andre and I have been wanting to do for a minute now. Um, can I call you Andre or are people going to find me? I don't want your people to come find me out here. Nah, you can call, you can call me Andre. <laughs> Uh, this is something that we've been wanting to do for a minute. Uh, as some of y'all know, Andre and I went to school together. We were roommates for a few years. And so plenty of time spent in undergrad just having random conversations. And we figured, why not Why not put that on a podcast? So uh, this is episode number one. Thank y'all all for tuning oh, in. Man. Number one. And so let's get right into it. Let's talk about why we're doing this. Why are we here? So. One camera let you kick us off. Why why are we here on natural nonsense? Man, we here on natural nonsense because like I think there's a dichotomy in this world of nonsense happening, but also nature in its essence being nonsensical. And so what I mean by that is like, have you seen a, a giraffe? Like, like as much as people be like just all in their feelings or rah-rah about stuff. Giraffes exist, right? They and they just out here long neck, <laughs> neck long, <laughs> neck long as a Harry Potter book, but we arguing about what? Like, it's so, I think I just wanted to, you know, have a space to just like, really look through those things that we so-called think are natural and like, oh, it's cool for it to be natural. But then we don't, as humans, evoke that natural aspect to ourselves we try to be a little too i think especially in this technological age it's like oh like everything is so scripted like everything is scripted almost and it takes out the naturalness of what being a human being is and so then that leads to like perfection that leads to like you know people judging others and you know canceling and and I'm not even gonna, we're not even gonna open up that kind of worms of what cancel culture is, is not, and whatever. I'm talking about just the concept of the, us doing that as an action when a lion or a, or, or a tiger or a bear, whatever that is, they're just in natural world living. Yeah. Like, they ain't worried about bills. <laughs> and just, you know, talking about, you know, the nonsensical aspects to, you know, our lives today, like, it's nonsense that we don't have health care. It's nonsense that, you know, we don't take care of, you know, you know, people that are, you know, with different abilities and all of those different things. Like those are nonsensical aspects to what we live in. And, you know, I just wanted to make a space to, you know, talk more about those things so that we can come more closer together on on a human level so that we can have like conversations about like what accountability is and you know how to come together as a community because i think that those answers lies in our nat our night our nature because we are a communal species you know what i'm saying so you know that's that's kind of my take on it you want to add something to it 
I do, and it's a perfect segue because the reason why I want to be here is for what just happened. Andre to go into Andre mode to get in his bag. Uh, we done got quotables on this podcast already. If I can run it back for y'all, a giraffe neck longer than a Harry Potter book. <laughs> uh, that was less than five minutes into the podcast. Then we got our first Andre quotable. Uh, but not nah, like just being Andre's friend and being in so many different conversations with them. You're going to get the animal planet facts because he's the most knowledgeable human being that I personally know on all things animals. I said personally, no. <laughs> um, he going to throw in some stuff that's just real. Like, I didn't even know we was going to get from Giraffe Neck longer than Harry Potter book to healthcare disparities and ableism. But <laughs> that's just that's Dang. natural nonsense. That's, that's the natural. natural that's a natural yeah. progression of where this conversation was going to go. Um, but most importantly, there's a lot of people that be saying some out of pocket, stupid stuff like on record and they throw it on a podcast. So I'm tired of hearing about other people's podcasts and I'm going to say what I want to say on a podcast and we're going to live with it. We have these conversations on a weekly basis anyway, like we'll just chop it up and it just sound like a podcast to me. So I'm like, you know what? Why not put it out there? So I think that's the core of my why. I love all things nature. I love learning about animals. And I know just in recording this podcast, it's going to be like a little natural National Geographic kind of 101 with Andre 1K on the podcast. So uh, wherever y'all are listening, y'all might learn some stuff about nature, politics, the brain, animals, Shelby, L.A. Yeah, Shelby and L.A. But the thing is, like, you know, I, I definitely want to leave with the fact that, you know, political science you know is my field of study you know what i'm saying like being a political scientist to me this is a part of that science and a part of that experiment of like getting out some of these you know you know expressions politically that really are changing people's lives and dictating people's lives and you know Kyler's background is in cognitive science you know what i'm saying so like how can we pair together those lenses that we look at through the world through nature as well you know what i'm saying i think that's the the crux of how things are happening right now like the pairing of human cognitive ability with those choices that they end up making off of those cognitive abilities and you know what ends up being impacted by that when you know somebody's out saying you know very harmful absurd things that lead to a political decision or lead to a law or you know a supreme court decision or you know what i'm saying and that, that's how it all comes to be and then what actually is natural you know what i'm saying because i think people don't always even know that part you know what i'm saying so yeah like i'm excited and i think like as long as you know we've known each other you know it's not that we just talk like we have like in-depth conversations for years now and it's like why not you know capture those moments and you know share it because you know i think one of the things i always think about is just like when you have knowledge and you, you know some things the responsibility from there is to share it you know what i'm saying like what's the point of me knowing all this stuff if if i'm not gonna share it with people you know what i'm saying and, and First and foremost, I could definitely be wrong. You know, I, I, the more I learn, the more I realize how much I don't know. So when, yeah. when it comes to this, this is not coming from a uh, expert, you know, you know, put me up, put me up on a pedestal, you know, mindset or even elitism. It's coming from 
a person of the people that you know talks to people about these concepts like young old you know middle age whatever the age you know what i'm saying and giving my experience you know so that we can you know have have our have our times to shine but also know how to come together and not idolize or you know do stuff like that so yeah and you touched on a few things there um and it's kind of going to transition into where we're going with this and where we want to go with this um and i'm gonna start with where you kind of just ended with and we just some guys at the end of the day like uh neither of us have phds i'll throw a yet in there even though i don't know if that phd gonna come i'm kind of tired of the education system but i'll say that for another episode uh there's going to be a lot of moments to say that for another episode in here but that's how we're gonna keep y'all here um but like one of the questions that a lot of people hate answering is like what they want to do with their major what does your major do what does your major mean and you mentioned like me being a cognitive science major there's plenty of people listening it's probably gonna be like what is that uh and that's a question that i got a lot of undergrads like what is cognitive science what can you do with that and there's no way to we're gonna talk about how people ask a very complex complicated questions in a manner where you only really got 30 seconds to answer and it's like yo i can't explain cognitive science to you as we're walking past each other down the hallway i'm sorry but i can over the course of a podcast share my knowledge and share how my education has shaped the way that i'm thinking and so when people start asking like oh like what is cox i'm saying listen to the podcast listen to my perspective on things because that's where education really is is your perspective you have that poli side perspective i have the cox side perspective working on the business perspective and those perspectives they form the foundation and the basis for dialogue but yeah that's where i want this podcast to go is because i feel like the last couple years of the pandemic they really robbed us of some of those natural moments where people come together uh they have creative conversations they innovate they think of complex things when it just comes to like when we will live together somebody come to the living room like man what y'all think about this it could have been something that just happened that day uh it could be a thought that they've just been having it could have been a song lyric uh, but there's just so much that's birthed of those random moments like a uh, conversation that i'm sure we'll probably get to somewhere down the line with this podcast uh, i will never forget valentine's day like circa 2014 15. uh it all started with a question what does love mean to you and ended at two o'clock in the morning with people just reflective as hell um, yeah yeah we're gonna get in there <laughs> yeah man like i think for me like what i want is like more nuance like i feel like things are way too polarized to where it's all or not people don't know that things are on a spectrum or even what a spectrum even is and i think that leads to a lot of like dogmatic kind of like ways of thinking where you know there's people that have no type of gray area but then expect gray area on themselves and then that's the way that they're pushing through life and I think for me, what's led me to be, I, I would say I'm a pretty, like, I'm not like judgmental, like when it comes to, you know, nothing that somebody is or somebody identifies as or anything like that. My judgment comes in how people treat others. Like, like if you is, you know, gonna paint everything as black and white, you know what I'm saying? 
that does have like an impact on where the options are because then it limits how many options can be for a certain situation and a lot of things shouldn't be discussed in 140 characters or what is it now 180 characters on twitter mm-hmm. you know or even like a 15 second tiktok or um you know uh instagram caption meme post that shouldn't be the depth of how nuanced something is like there should be space for things to actually have space to breathe and you know something something get, get painted a whole complete picture you yeah. know what i'm saying because i think a lot of times when i be thinking it's like you know uh what's my man with the fro that was doing the uh the paintings um not mr rogers <laughs> what's my man uh, uh he do remind me of mr rogers though um uh bob ross is that bob ross yeah, yeah bob ross right so the thing with bob ross right he might be painting just these gray layers of gray on the bottom of the picture, but it ends up being like something from uh, like a glacier or something mm-hmm. with bears in the back and stuff. But all that people is gonna see at the beginning is this little corner of gray. Yep. And I think that's how a lot of conversations ends up happening. And that leads to a lack of actual applied knowledge and applied learning because it's like, you're learning, you know, if it's intersectionality or you're learning all of these big words, but it's just in a soundbite form of this is the definition from Kimberly Crenshaw and this is the, this is it. And it's like, well, what else is there? There's a whole paper, a whole, that's the thing. People don't be reading the whole paper. It's just, Ah. this is the definition only. And it's like, there's, there's some room for growth in there. And I want this podcast to be a space to explore those things and know that me and you trust each other to you know like be aware of you know how things can move and stuff like that but just making sure that it's like yo we're trying to talk about this in a space where we can think out loud but also recognize how something can be a whole picture like my my great grandpa um he told me when I was like a kid, like, I was like seven. I think that's when I remember him saying it. But he said, believe half of what you see and nothing that you hear. Mm-hmm. And that's something that stuck with me from my adulthood to now because it just showing me like, you know, when I see these headlines or, you know, even those, um, those like news reports where it's just the headline and then people retweeting it and commenting and they never open the article <laughs> never open the article to see what it was about but they just talk about what the headline say i always remember that you know nothing that you hear and half of what you see because even if you take a picture nowadays they got all these deep fakes mm. and all this stuff they can do to a picture hey yeah. i can only believe half of what's in this picture right now yeah. So I think that's just something I want to explore more in this podcast with those moments where, you know, something's not all the way there. But there are some things that are, you know, set in stone for me personally. And that's that comes down to principles. But principles comes to a whole nother subject besides just judging and having nuance. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I hear you completely. And it's just it's wild to me just how um our ancestors, the elders in our family, they all must got this like grand book of like Negro saints. 
because it's just that's all passed down to us like it's through the dna and i love don't, that about don't write culture. a don't write a check your ass can't cash <laughs> it's just just random hey, man, it's just so part cool. of the bible man. <laughs> and it's those types of things that i just love that connect us as people and uh just bring us all together um but yeah i'm definitely just looking forward to growing in these discussions being able to have this space and just to see what what type of conversations it sparks um so we're going to work through this together we're going to grow together uh it's called natural nonsense for a reason so y'all get in natural reactions y'all get a natural conversation uh very little scripted moments we just know ex- general topics what we want to talk about and we're going to go from there um so i want to start with one of the topics that just kind of popped up like literally just scrolling through instagram uh andre had on his story a post about treating people how we feel and i think that seeing that post came at a very critical time like just with all that continues to happen that we're surrounded by and i don't want to go into details because i'm trying to uh keep this on a certain tone a certain note but why don't you share a little bit about the instagram post that i'm referencing and then we can kind of start the conversation from there yeah so like I don't know it, it ain't a lot of times I, I'm an Aries so like I think sometimes people be thinking I'll be like I say profound things I'm not gonna say I don't but a lot of times I really do not be thinking that hard I just be saying exactly what I'll just be thinking and just post it and then that's it um dang I'm, that was profound I'm like dang really I, that was the first draft <laughs> but one of these first draft moments was like four years ago I wrote this post about um me kind of it was just in reflection kind of of just Mm -hmm. like the times in my life where you know I wasn't good and I wasn't doing good and how that was bleeding out into how I was treating other people and I realized like you know we can only hold ourselves to treat other people how we're willing to treat ourselves and that's gonna be how we treat others so like an example of that for me like was you know like i felt like four years ago if we're looking at four years ago that was what a year out from graduating from Mm -hmm. college it's tough it was tough (laughs) and (laughs) you know i started to just reflect on my time in college and reflect on just my life and i was just like man if if andre was treating myself with love it would just lead into me having more energy and having more space to treat others with love but if i'm treating myself with contempt or treating myself with with hate or treating myself with judgment or guilt that's going to project in how i talk to other people and so i think that was something that you know i don't think nobody really it wasn't no moment or specific thing, but it was just a pattern of behavior that I was having mm-hmm. where, you know, I recognized that I wasn't able to be there for people the same way that I was at other times in my life. And I was just reflecting like, why is that? And it's like, I'm not good, that's why. And so if I'm not good, it's not to say that, oh, you gotta wait till you're perfect or wait till you're the best to help other people. But it's more so that mindset of like you gotta put your mask on first. Like on the plane, I yeah. mean, well, dang, we talking about masks. Not that <laughs> hey, y'all anti-mask people, y'all can go sit in a corner and cut, cough and breathe on each other. But I'm literally 
I'm talking about on a plane, right? Emergency mask. Yeah, the emergency mask. The little attendant, they'll come up, they'll say, look, right? The instructions is put your mask on first before you help others, right? And I was thinking about it a lot. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean for my life? Mm-hmm. Not just on the, if I was in some emergency situation and I'm on an airplane and that's the time I'm thinking about it, but just in everyday life, if I don't put my mask on first, how am I going to help other people properly? Because then I'm not going to be able to breathe. I'm struggling for bread, but everybody else getting to breathe. And that's what I was kind of doing. I was making sure everybody was breathing, but I'm suffocating and turning blue. And who is that hurting? That's just hurting me. And then I can't go there and blame other people. I can't blame other people because they, yeah, they want to breathe. Yeah, everybody want the oxygen. <laughs> yeah, so I can't go there and get mad at them like, oh, they breathing and I'm not. Ugh. I can't do that because I'm the one who didn't put my mask on first. And so I think just with that, overall, it started making me evaluate okay what does putting my mask on mean as as a black man in america like what does that even mean because that's it they got a whole book uh what is it uh black skin white masks by france mm-hmm. france Fremont. dang i'm over here dropping some but anyway hey that's what the podcast is about we gonna have a book <laughs> list yeah but what that means for me as a black man is really looking at my emotional health mental health physical health um and then also looking at my social health mm-hmm. um, and looking at how all of that interplays with, with each other. So like putting my mask on first physically is like, bro, how you ha- how you over here, you know, trying to call yourself checking in on so-and-so, you ain't even drunk no water today, bro. We, we not gonna drink water today, bro. That's something we, we 75% water, but I'm gonna judge my, feelings or how I'm doing off off of no water though I ain't ate no meal today I ain't even threw on a, a peanut butter jelly because I got peanut butter and jelly now I can't uh, even get me a slick little peanut butter and jelly in me and then uh, I'm go quick ahead. public service announcement about the uh, peanut butter and jelly if y'all haven't read the post about the salmonella and the peanut butter uh, that's just a quick PSA from uh, Natural Nonsense Podcast there's salmonella in the peanut butter in the jiff in the jiff hey all right now jiff i've been a long-standing customer but y'all gonna have to get it together on a really really quick related note this is also not a food health podcast so do your fact check before listening to me but i did read that jiff had some recall on some peanut butter hey I wouldn't put it, it wouldn't put it past me, honestly. But, you know, because this, it's a bird flu going, it's all type of stuff going. So, hey, why not? Throw it, throw it. Why not? <laughs> That's what happens when you have mass production of stuff. Imagine if you just went to a farmer, that a peanut farmer, and they made their own peanut butter. You know for a fact there's no salmonella in it because you know the person. Like, you know, you saw it get made and, and that person's eating it. So, <laughs> you know, but hey, that's mass production of food just was never a good idea just, just... that's gonna be our next tangent um 
I did want to touch on something you said really quickly, though, yeah. uh, because you were talking about like putting your mask on first and whatnot. And I think that as college students and we can get into a whole dialogue about just the journey of like a teenager choosing to go to a four year institution and then realizing that you're the leader of the blacks and everyone thinks you're Malcolm X, Dr. King, Harriet Tubman and every other black person alive. Um, but there's a certain love for community that makes you want to put as many people's masks on before you put yours on as possible because you're like hey i can get y'all to the next stage i can go without my mask for a little bit but i know if y'all put your mask on we all go in here and it leads to burnout and you that's that activism burnout we see it with a lot of leaders student leaders uh higher education professionals like it's a lot to carry like a community on your shoulders and so I think that that can affect relationships. There's definitely people I know in college where when I was feeling like my best self, like first couple years of college, yeah, I can be superhero for you. I can do whatever you want. Like I'll be there for you, take wherever you need to go, be the ear you need to listen to. But when I got to that burnout stage, all of a sudden it's like, dang, like you changed, you're not the same person. I'm like, yeah, did you ask how I was doing? Um, I ain't ate today yet. I'm going to, but hear me a little bit later when I'm in a better mental space and I think that more than anything that helped me to really check in with myself a lot more often and ask those questions like when is the last time I ate when is the last time I had some water how am I feeling why am I mad and those types of questions really go a long way because sometimes you just be mad and forget you even why you was even mad that one moment you take to be like why am I mad you're like dang I'm kind of hungry dang when's the last time I ate Hey, I should go get some food. And then you good. Like you get your little uh, chicken tater melt, call it a night. Yeah, get you get you get you a little 10 piece from Wingstop. Suddenly the day is bright. <laughs> Amazing what lemon, a little lemon pepper, a little Louisiana rub can do for you. But but that's what I be saying. Like when I look at my days, right, and there's 365 days of a year, right? If I can start counting off how many bad days I had. I won't get to 365, period, period. So just in that, to me, is a reflection of what reality is. Because there are people in very bad situations globally, you know what I'm saying, where they probably can say that out of 365 days, probably about 300 of them was pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? And maybe there was more bright spots than normal. And so it's not to take away from because people like like to use that like oh well somewhere somewhere else they're having worse like yeah that is a that's correct not statement. going to help me feel better about it though like now it's like even more guilt thrown on top because it's like oh well dang you is right somebody who got it worse thanks for pointing out that so now i feel worse great and so i think another part of it too was you know, as a black man, I think, especially in this like podcast, I got a TikTok, let me just spit my mind world. There's very few black men that are speaking about mental health that are owning the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? It's always, well, let me point the finger, right? Let me point the finger to, you know, oh, well, it's gonna be who's in closest proximity of black women. So then let me use black women as a, a talking point. Or, you know, even in, you know, 
so-called you know organizing spaces let me bang it bring blame it on patriarchy right patriarchy is the cause of this i didn't invent patriarchy i'm only you know i'm in my 20s man i ain't i didn't invent patriarchy so let me absolve myself of fault you know what i'm saying yes but at the same time we only got our our our, our body parts that we have you know what i'm saying and if we don't respond and take responsibility for the things that we do have actual tangible control over, all of those things will be theoretical forever. Theoretically, yes, you could make a case that, you know, at some point we were hurt by black women at some point, or at some point we were hurt by society at some point. But at another point, we also have to pull in the reins of that and be like, okay, but where do I come in? Because we can't just be passengers to theoretical thoughts. We also have to be drivers of reality in today and right now. And right now, if I don't go to the gym, I don't decide to eat a salad every now and then, I will only reap those consequences, you feel me? So yeah, you can externalize it and make a case, but I'm not in the business of putting that, letting anybody, let alone any group of people, but letting anybody be responsible for my well-being and then blaming them for my well-being. And you know, that's where community comes in. That's where us doing it as a group comes in. But I'm just not with the, let me just blame society and not take in no responsibility aspect that I'm seeing personally on a national scale like even with yo yo kevin samuels or whoever these different you know you know people are where people are almost idolizing people that validate negative opinions they have of them mm. i yeah. don't want that to be the source of my growth I definitely don't want it to be the source of mine either. Um, you threw quite a few great segues in there. I couldn't even pick which one to utilize. But you mentioned our uh, fellow brethren uh, who get on these podcast airways and they start bashing black women. They start spewing all types of all types of a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know what to even call it at this point. Uh, for our listeners, this Incel is so culture and so culture works for me. Uh, for our listeners, this is not that type of podcast. I will be damned if nary a black women. We we not we not doing that here. We is not we not we not bashing black women. We not talking down about black women. This is not that type of podcast. Um, and if you ever hear something that even sounds remotely close to something like that, let us know. Check us. That's yeah, me. Yeah, because I love to, you know, like hold it, hold it accountable and talk about it, you know what I'm saying? And make it a point and be like, yo, like, look, we got, we messed up last week. We said X, Y, and Z, and, you know, we can, we can hold it to that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Andre mentioned it earlier, we are imperfect beings, but I did want to close out this podcast by talking about these uh, podcasts with these, with our brethren, as I said. Uh, there's been p many videos on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook about this notion of the alpha male. Um, Andre, do you identify as an alpha male is my first question. <laughs> no, I, I identify as a nigga. 
that's a nigga that exists. That's about. That's about as you know. I'm a, I I I'm a Miami Heat fan. What else is there? I'm from. I'm born in North Carolina, so you know what I mean. But like, I don't. Nah, I don't. I don't like to talk about that. And what about you? What about you, though? I I do not. Um, I have never truly looked at myself as an alpha male. Um, I identify as a Lakers fan. Uh, I am a nigga just out here trying to trying to nigga it up sometimes. Um, but alpha male, no. And this is really the type of dialogue that gave birth to the idea of hosting this podcast because we would see these statements and it's like, dang, it's like a million people watching them just spew bullshit. And it's like, yo, I wish I was in the room because what you talking about, especially like, I'm gonna keep it gangster on the podcast, especially (laughs) because I just needed to be known because we have these dialogues, like we message each other and we talk about it. When it comes to these podcasts bashing black women, I just, I just really want to know why. Like, I don't know if these people have uh, seen black women, if they know black women. Um, I just be like, wow, like y'all really, y'all really have this anti-blackness thing going, this internalized anti-blackness. There's a lot that we can unpack there. Uh, But to answer the question, no, I do not identify as alpha male. And then the other point is for these people who do identify as alpha male, as someone who has like watched a lot of animal documentaries and like has understood the notion of like the alpha wolf and the lone wolf mentality, stuff like that. Would you say that these people even embody the characteristics of what would be the alpha in this situation? And so I'm glad you brought that up, right? The person who made that study about alpha wolves, bro came out like, it was like 10 years later and said to the world, hey world, I was wrong. That stuff I said ain't true in nature whatsoever. <laughs> and and so for humans, it's nonsense for people to then take said wrong research and base their personality off of it. And we're so far removed from where this would even come into context because on let's say we're going with that knowledge of because there are like a dominant like there is a dominant male type mm-hmm. like role that is in some some societies of animals it's not a universal thing across the board mm-hmm. whatsoever because hyenas um hyenas they're a matriarchal society elephants are a matriarchal society um what else is there uh bees matriarchal society ants matriarchal society so the most successful species are actual like matriarchal societies and even when you look at lions right if there were no lionesses there will be no pride because the lionesses are the best hunters the the mane of the of the male lion you think like oh they're bigger stronger faster the male lion is the is the best hunter right in reality that makes it them terrible at it because if you got this big bushy hair thing and you in a bush right and 
a zebra can see you, dog. Like we see you, 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 we see you, bro. You got your your hair flowing, but that lioness that's in that same bush, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to see her. And you know, I think people misconstrue alpha male energy with control, or they can mm-hmm. they they substitute that for you know like very archaic levels of patriarchy that don't acknowledge that you know the times that that was in place even if you go back to you know human civilization you know back in time like even back to uh egypt right there was not this idea that what made you a leader was your ability to control others it was did you feed are you feeding the community and that's the question yeah like are you protecting the community how can you be an alpha but you don't even have a community to protect so you're a you're what are you alpha of another one singular other person that doesn't that's not how that works they the alpha of a podcast mike yeah, you the alpha of your apartment, like cool, cool. That's cool, but like on those levels, like and even when you look at you know uh, all of the different societies before colonization in Africa, the kings that were there, they had a responsibility to mm-hmm. their community. We they gotta make sure that disputes are settled, and they gotta settle them with love and with care. You know, if if the community ain't eating, they gotta find somewhere to get some food. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If the community need protection, they gotta protect the community. But that's not what these alpha male dudes is on. They not on that. They on, uh, let's get to the bag. Uh, I gotta make a bunch of money and then, oh, women wanna steal my money when I get it. Uh, <laughs> like, that's not, you not protecting nobody with that you're not doing nothing with that like that's not alpha. you're not an alpha and then there there's a if there's an alpha there's a beta and every time they describe a beta male or whatever that might be it's always a description of how they would describe a woman and we can unpack that for days (laughs) (laughs) so and, and as a person you know especially in as a student we were led I was led by women in multiple fronts my entire kind of like development as a young man like from 18 to 22 I was led by black women and I followed graciously because I knew they knew what they was talking about why would I follow someone who don't know what they talking about who not reading I'm following somebody that's not reading books and not knowing what they talking about they're they don't have no strategy they 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 going off of their emotions and that's the thing who would be going more off of their emotions the alpha male or the or the or the person that's actually read and studied and actually has a plan like i feel like there's going to be a natural nonsense book club after we're done because there's going to be a lot of reference to books and different pieces of literature that folks can read um reading is just there's so much knowledge in reading and there's a book (laughs) segue uh, that y'all could read about that uh, it's called obsidian by the fourth kyler that's a self-plug um yeah y'all gotta go get that. you do gotta go get that but the reason i bring that up is because one i think when i'm writing poetry a lot of what i've been writing about in my poems is about some of that growth that happens in a collegiate environment 
because who I am on this podcast today, if I was listening to myself on this podcast five years ago, nine years ago, I'd be like, what this nigga talking about? Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, there is so much growth. There is that growth that happens from day one at UCSD to maybe like day 50. That's very exponential growth there because it's the first time and I'll speak for myself where I got to really pause and reflect on why is that like okay I want to be the man of the house why who told me that what does that look like what does that even mean and then you really just start to unpack and unpack and unpack and that's the other reason why I hate the alpha male conversation is because I'm trying to go so far beyond those those low level conversations and that's why I start to find the more that I engage with people and I want to preface this I know you saying it before you know this but for the listeners I'm not saying that going to college makes you better than any other person there's many a ways to get educated there's many a ways to find out about this knowledge and there's a lot of people who don't have access to institutions of higher education what I am saying is I want us as a people, as a society, to just go beyond like, oh, we're talking about alpha male. I want to talk about homophobia. I want to talk about the genders that aren't even being included in the conversations. Exactly. And are being silenced by this notion of an alpha male. Because then it gets caught in this uh, this diet of men and women, like, oh, male mm-hmm. versus women. Then there's a whole facet of other genders out there that's not even they don't exist in this alpha male world that we're talking about so i want to leave more room for those types of conversations because those are the conversations that helped me grow the most when i was in college was being around people some stupid shit was said and people were like hey that's dumb here's why here's a book here's an example i don't even have to give you but i care about you so i'm trying to lead you along the way because that's where we've done a disservice to society if we get all these degrees and don't share none of the none of the knowledge and that that's my journey like when i was 17 coming to ucsd from la there was all type of homophobic like things that i was thinking heteronormative things that i was saying and i I got checked people around me got checked learned from it grew from it and now it's just like yo like people be at these big ages talking about alpha males i'm like dog you got a lot of learning to do and you can start with a quick blog post it's not even a long book you gotta read yeah or even the foundational aspect of listening yeah because what'll happen is what i'm seeing too is like oh it'll get a negative reaction and so then it's almost like like oh they hate it or, oh, they they just mad because of X, Y, and Z. But I think it all stems from that aspect of, are you actually talking on a podcast to learn and actually share and connect with others? Or are you talking on a podcast just to express your feelings? Either one of those things, under said definition of their alpha male, that wouldn't be alpha male, Pim. How is that alpha male? You getting on here just to express your feelings? But that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And maybe you don't have a space, but that's probably for therapy or something. And yes, people might not have access to therapy. It's very difficult. It's not to say that therapy is the answer for everything. But if you're going to 
put it out there as if these are the things that you know you stand on stand on them with facts then stand on them with some something that you read and also even in higher education even in higher education they don't pick books that actually you'll have a well-rounded aspect of the issue it's even a skewed aspect even of that learning i had to bring in the black part when it came to political science because i didn't learn black political science so i had to inform my professors like hey as much as you did go to harvard and get your phd you will never be black so you gonna have to remember that whenever you're talking it's always that moment in class where the professor's saying a point and you're like huh that was insightful then something in the back of your mind like uh what about the niggas in this situation right right you know and i think it goes back to what you're saying about it like kind of making people invisible by how you're even choosing to set up a said conversation because the real conversation about alpha male data male submissiveness aggression or or whatever those words are is the black community is struggling to find leadership where do we look to follow that's the real conversation because that will answer more where we're going than labeling people as you're this or you're that because people are different in different settings like in settings where you know i'm with my homies and stuff like that i'm like i'm kind of talkative but not i'm not really all that talkative in social settings like that like i if we're doing something like we're playing a game or something like that but when I was, you know, doing a lot of student organizing and stuff. A lot of those moments, I didn't say nothing, but all I did was follow and ask the black women, how can we support? Because they had a much better plan. It's that simple. And I was willing to follow the much better plan than sit in my ego and try to express my feelings about something that, hey, we don't got time for that sometimes. And I think if we looked at more of like, what is our ideal leadership and what does that mean for us as people and not letting it go to this point where we need to have messiahs because needing a messiah isn't leadership. You got to lead when nobody's around. Like, and you have to learn how to follow when nobody's around. Because how are you a great leader, but you can't follow nobody? That is a, that's a very insightful point. And I think that's that's where I want to kind of draw us to a close is thinking about leadership. I'm not going to try to get too fake deep on this podcast, but whenever you drop a gem like that, I'm going to kind of just want to end it there and have people marinate on it and start thinking about like, what does that leadership mean? Uh, thinking about like our conversation today, like what is what is this whole notion of alpha male mean? What is this? What does leadership mean? Uh, and not to forget, like treating people how we feel. Like, I think those two topics, although we didn't necessarily tie them together, those can very well be tied together too, because what is it that you're unpacking, dealing with, feeling that has you talking about projecting being alpha male out. and projecting? Exactly, exactly. Because look, if you is secure in your manhood, there is literally nothing another person can do, say that could emasculate you or do it because I've I've been especially for myself I'll wear whatever I want 
I'll do whatever I want. And, you know, however that looks, I know I'm securing myself. But that took years of work. It took like, like, like we both went through a 10 week practicum of how to express feelings. Like, it's not like I'm just saying, oh, we're just like, this is without no work. No, it's a lot of work that nobody saw and I won't get no gold star for it. But that's the work that has to be done in order to make sure that when you are stepping, you're not stepping with projecting out stuff that ain't got nothing to do with nobody in the room. Like, people have a responsibility for that. And before you can step into a space to be speaking on alpha this or anything like that, because like you're saying, too, I think one of the profound things you was talking about, too, is just like, you know, who are we leaving out when we set up conversations this way? Like, it, this there's a whole, whole group of people that are left out of that conversation. And then where does that invisibility then lead to, you know, future, you know, laws that's about to be written? Or how does that invisibility lead to policies that can impact those folks? You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's where we gotta be marinating in our thought, I feel like personally, because those are where the solutions lie. It's not gonna lie in trying to replicate what a cis, white, male patriarchal society is trying to force to us that's not going to be where our solutions are that is not wow a lot for our first episode great dialogue um definitely looking forward to hearing our listeners thoughts whenever our listeners start we currently have zero listeners as i'm saying this but i'm going to do the podcast thing and speak it into existence so for our listeners Uh, Make sure that y'all continue the conversation, engage with us on social media. Uh, You can follow the podcast at Nat Nonsense Pod. That's N-A-T Nonsense P-O-D. Follow us on Instagram, engage with us, share the podcast when it comes out. Uh, It will be out on streaming platforms near you. Uh, Our podcast will be releasing on a bi-weekly basis with an asterisk, meaning Y'all, some weeks we ain't gonna feel like it, and y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to deal with that because going back to how we feeling, sometimes we just gotta know when it's time to record and when it's not. But we hope that y'all rock with us either way. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in to episode one. It's been real, y'all. Uh, this is Natural Nonsense Pie. My name is Kyler. I'm Andre, and we'll catch y'all next time.